Belgian authorities launched an early Tuesday manhunt for a suspected terrorist gunman who brutally killed two Swedes in a shocking act before vanishing into the night. Eric van Dijs, spokesperson for the Federal Prosecutor's Office, revealed that the investigation now revolves around the possibility of terrorist motives following a claim of responsibility posted on social media. This claim suggests an affiliation with the Islamic State, as van Dijs noted. Chris Anderson reporting. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina thanked the Israeli Prime Minister for demonstrating what he described as restraint in response to the recent attack by Hamas on Israel over a week ago. The Republican presidential candidate commended Netanyahu for his patient and humane approach, emphasizing the Israeli leader's deliberate actions and the declaration of war against Hamas, with a commitment to exact an unprecedented price. Jessica Oakley reporting. Hamas has been banned from the majority of social media platforms, yet its popularity has spiked on the widely used messaging app Telegram following its terror attack on Israel on October 7th. For instance, an account associated with the Al-Qassam Brigades, the militant arm of the Hamas movement, has experienced a threefold increase in its following. Furthermore, there has been a tenfold surge in the number of views on videos and other content shared by this account. Benjamin Wright reporting. The chairman of Ford is appealing to the United Auto Workers to put an end to its ongoing strike against the historic automaker. Bill Ford, in his first public statement since the strike began last month, expressed his personal connections to some UAW members while simultaneously criticizing the union for portraying the Michigan automaker as the adversary. Lawrence Keller reporting. This is the latest news headlines. In Georgia, authorities seek the public's assistance in locating four men who managed to escape from a jail in the early hours of Monday morning. The detainees reportedly fled the Bibb County Detention Center by exploiting a damaged day room window and a cut fence around 3 a.m. local time. A blue Dodge Challenger arrived at the jail, picked up the escapees, and swiftly left the scene, according to the sheriff's office. Kevin Sanders reporting. One of the nation's major drugstore chains has chosen to initiate the Chapter 11 process for bankruptcy protection. Rite Aid announced its agreement with creditors on the terms of a financial restructuring plan aimed at enhancing financial flexibility and significantly reducing existing debt. Alongside its massive debt and declining sales, Rite Aid is grappling with over 1,000 federal, state, and local lawsuits. Kyle Norris reporting. A suspended Miami City commissioner facing allegations of receiving $245,000 in exchange for supporting a sports facility's construction has entered a plea of not guilty to numerous felony charges. Governor Ron DeSantis, also a Republican, suspended Diaz de la Portilla following the commissioner's arrest. On Friday, Kiena, the attorney representing Diaz de la Portilla, asserted that his client is actively campaigning for the November 7th election to secure his position on the commission. Ann Parker reporting. LinkedIn on Monday announced significant layoffs affecting around 3% of its workforce, amounting to hundreds of employees. The Microsoft-owned professional network is implementing these cuts across its engineering, product, talent, and finance teams. In a statement, the company acknowledged that talent changes are a challenging but essential part of managing its business, highlighting its continued growth and reporting annual revenue exceeding $15 billion for the first time in the fiscal year ending in June. Wade Addison reporting. And that's the latest news headlines with Alan Edwards. 